Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who want to live their best life wherever they may be. If you want to hear real stories about people living life their way, and you want to learn about having more peace of mind and confidence, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women currently living in Sweden. But if you've seen the topic of today's episode, you'll know that it won't be for much longer. That's right. We are moving back to Japan. And it's interesting that I'm recording this episode almost exactly a year since we arrived here. We arrived in Sweden on the 14th of November. I remember it uh, very clearly. And yeah, next, this weekend will be the 14th of November on Saturday. So yeah, a whole one year has passed. It's been a crazy year, right? We've had so many things happen with the COVID virus and our way of life has completely changed as I'm sure you've noticed. And not only that, um, We've been shunted back and forth between Japan, back to Sweden. And then suddenly, um, a few weeks ago, my husband came home and said, oh, looks like we'll be leaving because his work here is now finished. And we were both very surprised about that. But that is something that we cannot control. We cannot do anything about that particular thing. So it was a matter of waiting to see what would happen, what, what the company would do with us, and they decided to send us back to Japan. So yeah, less than one year after we got here, we got the news that we had, we'd have to leave again. And um, I think both of us were really quite disappointed, to be honest. <laughs> um, I know I definitely was, and I'm pretty sure my husband as well. Um, because we, you know, our whole family, my kids as well, we really love living here. We really enjoyed it. Um, just the the pace of life is really nice. People here are nice. We've made friends and um, really settled into our life here over the last year. And yeah, suddenly it's all being <laughs> sort of tipped upside down again. And yeah, it's time to start packing again for the third time this year. So yeah, there was a lot of emotions about that news. And I know I had to take myself off to my bedroom and have a bit of a cry and um, really try and process that. And I was surprised actually that I cried, you know, like, cause normally I would just be really sort of angry and then like, try to avoid the feelings or something, but I thought, no, I need to process this in a healthier way this time. So I had a good cry about that. And um, yeah, so now that I'm talking to you, it's been quite a few weeks since we've heard this news. So um, the fact that I can talk about it without crying, it <laughs> means that I've had quite a bit of time to process what is you know, going to happen. And we will be leaving Sweden just before Christmas. Um, luckily, the kids can finish their school, uh, the school term at their school. And then we will be packing up and leaving because you know, given what's happening at the moment in the world with the COVID virus, we, once we arrive in Japan, we need to self-isolate for, or quarantine, if you will, for two weeks. 
and yeah we also have to take pcr tests and things before well i do before we leave sweden so um, we need a bit more time to get there and get sorted before the kids can go to school in january in japan so some people have been asking me, well, where are you going in Japan? Well, we're going back to where we came from. <laughs> so we'll be going back to our own home, which is waiting for us. Um, you know, I have my car back. I'll get my dog back. He's been living with my um, in-laws in Totori Prefecture in Japan for the last year and a little bit longer than that, actually. But, you know, we'll have him back. And, yeah, then my kids can go back to their old school with their, with their friends are waiting for them. Uh, my husband will go back to his old office and yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what opportunities are going to pop up for me when I get back to Fukushima. So um, actually in April, oh no, sorry, March, in March of 2021, we'll be coming up to the 10 year anniversary of the tsunami and nuclear meltdown that happened in Fukushima. Yes, 10 years, exactly. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to somehow being involved in that, as well as, well, maybe there might be an Olympics happening next year, some, maybe in some way, there's some something I can do uh, working with that uh, when I get back to Fukushima. So there's lots of things happening that I would like to be involved in when I get back to Japan that it's a little bit tricky to do from here. Yeah, so now I'm able to look at what opportunities might be available and sort of uh, focus on that. But it was definitely a month or two of <laughs> feeling frustrated, angry, um, let down. Um, why me as well? Um, you know, trying to process that sort of, you know, bad news. And as far as bad news goes, you know, it's, it's not that bad. You know, my family is still healthy. We're all together. And I really, really appreciate that in times like this. So I don't want to sound too whiny, but, <laughs> you know, these big things, you know, big life changes like this can happen just out of the blue, right? And when they do, it feels, I have to say, it ex uh, for me, it felt like I just walked into a brick wall that it wasn't there yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I had been making some plans to do certain things with my, my work and my online business and with my coach. I think it was the day before or maybe even the same day in the morning. I'd been making all these plans and, and talking about how I wanted to do this and that. And then it was either the next day or the afternoon. It was like, bam. And then <laughs> all of the um, things that I'd been thinking about just sort of like went up in flames in front of me. But now I see, okay, well, maybe we were not going that way. Maybe we were going off in this direction a little bit more now. So yeah, I think when these things happen, it's really important to give yourself a chance to process. And, you know, processing could be having a cry about it, having a scream about it, going for lots of walks. You may have seen me on social media talking about my walks and my walks have been keeping me in, uh, I was gonna say insane, keeping me sane. Um, definitely really helping to um, process some of those feelings out of your, my body and into the ground and rather than just sort of throwing some food in on top or some alcohol or whatever, um, binging on Netflix, that sort of thing. So walking, walking, walking is what I've been doing to get through uh, hearing this news. So yes, who knows what is going to happen next? We really do not know. 
I certainly did not expect to be um, finding myself back living in Japan a year after we'd left. Um, that's for sure. So yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to do next is just talk a little bit about some of the, the really lovely messages that I got from um, people who have seen my posts on social media about us having to leave and things. So um, first of all, so many people commented. I have like, normally I would never get that many comments about things I put up. Um, so thank you so much to everyone who commented and you know, people who took the time to write a thoughtful comment that was really, really appreciated. And I want to just um, say a big thank you to especially uh, Julie. Now, Julie, I've known for a while, she's a lovely, lovely lady. She sent me a message and she wrote something that just really um, reminded me. Yeah, I've, you may have heard this before. I know I have, but I completely forgotten yeah so we forget these things and it's really important to just you know remind ourselves and julie reminded me of this so i'm going to share it with you all um as well and that is she she said it's not happening to you it's happening for you and i thought yes i am going to hold on to that one because um this, it's just changing your perspective about how you view something yeah so I was very much in the, oh, this is happening to me and poor me <laughs> kind of um, situation, feelings. And then when she reminded me of that, I was like, yes, okay. It's just a tiny change in, way I'm think in the way I'm thinking about this, but this is happening for me, yeah? And I'm not trying to be, um, what is the word? It's just a, like um, toxic, positive positivity you know because I have I feel like I have really let myself feel sad and um, disappointed and all of that I've not um, denied those feelings at all especially this time I've done a really good job of of letting myself feel that and yeah now it's time to to give myself a chance to think of it's happening for me and if I think about it that way yeah, what great, exciting opportunities might be just waiting to come to me uh, when we're back in Japan. Yeah, so that was really helpful. Thank you for sharing that with me, Julie. Um, and then Kristen said, we will crown you queen of resilience, <laughs> which is such a lovely thing to say. And also, it really, I really um, sort of picked up on this comment because she used the word resilience and I was thinking me resilient. No, I'm not resilient. And then I thought about it again and I was thinking, well, actually, hang on a minute. I think you might be a bit resilient actually, or actually quite a lot resilient. So what do you, what do you even say to yourself that you're not resilient? Yeah. Um, so thank you, Kristen, for pointing that out to me and reminding me that, yeah, I am resilient. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to own that yeah um you know what even does resilience look like well i will take that and i will um take that um crown crown of the queen of resilience <laughs> yeah all right so thank you so much julie and kristen that's just two of the messages that i got but i hope that um you listening or watching will um yeah, find 
find something in there that works, that speaks to you as well. Now, perhaps you haven't thought of yourself as resilient either, and perhaps you actually are. Look at the things that we have, um, we have done this year that we have achieved despite all of the challenges, yeah? Or, you know, maybe it's time to remember that things are happening for you rather than happening to you. And it's just a teeny tiny switch in how you think about things that could really, really help. So yeah, two messages I got from uh, some of my uh, listeners. Thank you so much for that. And yeah, just whenever I'm feeling a little bit there or a little bit mm, um, frustrated or whatever, I can just go back and look at those posts and read through those comments. And it really helps me. It's like one of those um, feel good jars where you pick out <laughs> something nice that someone said about you that you put in a jar and remind yourself. Yeah. It's difficult to keep everything front and center at all times. So, um, I was thinking, you know, I'm so busy with moving countries. Why not make myself a little bit even more busy and hold an online event? So, <laughs> so despite the fact that we are moving next month, um, I was out walking and this is on one of my, my walks. I was, while I've been walking, I've been trying not to listen to music too much or listen to podcasts while I'm walking because I find that I'm not present for what I'm actually doing, which is walking in nature. And the nature here is so beautiful. Like, why would you not pay attention to what you're walking past? And it's very easy to just sort of walk four kilometers and then get there and go, I, didn't, I don't remember anything I saw because you were listening to something. Um, so I've been trying to walk without earphones, some, at least some of the times. And on a day recently when I did this, I was really enjoying looking at the, the trees and the autumn leaves falling and all of this and being really present. And then I just had this idea come to me. And this is what happens when you give yourself a chance, just stopping all the, the chatter in your head or like um, or constantly bombarding your mind with input of some sort. It could be podcast, listening to a podcast or watching um, something or whatever, you know, when we are, uh, we almost never give ourselves a chance to just have an empty mind or, you know, not be thinking a hundred thousand things. So that happened when I was walking. It doesn't always happen, but um, when that happens, yeah, sometimes you get this like download, you know, this idea or this thing just pops into your head from nowhere. Right. And that happened to me when I was walking the other day. And so I was not far into my my loop walk that I do, which is about four kilometers. And the reason I walk in a loop is so that I just, it's, I don't have to think about where I'm going, but also I don't have, I don't have to negotiate with myself that how far I'm going to walk or, you know, I have to finish the loop or I can't go home. So yeah, that's another, another tip of how I just, I keep walking, <laughs> find yourself a loop you cannot escape from is basically the tip. Anyway, so I'm walking on my loop and I just started walking and this idea just came into my head and it wouldn't leave me alone. So um, I was like, okay, well, I have another three kilometers to think about what this might be. And yeah, so I just got this, this idea came to me and it was to create an online event, but for some reason I, it needed to be in Japanese and <laughs> you're going to be like, what, why, why Japanese? And I don't know why, but I just had this feeling that I need to do this event in Japanese. And you know, there are a lot of online things happening in English, you know, all of these different thought leaders, you know, end of year 
um, things that you can sign up for. But I thought, no, this event's going to be in Japanese. And so I decided to create um, this event, which is called Sayonara 2020. And welcome 2021, which um, in Japanese is Sayonara 2020, Uerukamu 2021. Yeah. <laughs> or Nisen Nijuichinen. Yeah. So, um, and I spent about exactly three seconds thinking of the name for that <laughs> event. So it, it must be the perfect name for it. But the title says it all. We are going to be working on saying goodbye to 2020, tidying up the loose ends, letting go of some of the emotional baggage we may have about 2020, and then focus a little bit more on 2021. So um, actually someone who has been on the podcast recently, uh, Jodi, you, you might remember her a few episodes back uh, when I interviewed Jodi about her, um, her mindfulness and training that she does. She actually posted something on um, Instagram that really reminded me that if you don't say goodbye properly to something, you cannot welcome in the next thing. So, and I was thinking about that a lot with um, this move that's coming up from Sweden back to Japan. And if I do not say goodbye to Sweden, properly if I do not you know enjoy the hell out of you know <laughs> what's left of the time here and then say goodbye to it I cannot enjoy if I'm still hanging on to Sweden and poor me I had to leave and I won't be able to enjoy Japan when I get back and I was like that is something I really needed to hear right now yeah um, so we're going to be doing that with 2020 and I think we all could benefit from this right um, yeah really making a, a a really nice safe space online to work on this together and say goodbye to 2020 we're going to do some journaling get through some of the the things that are um that we may be holding on to let that go and make some space in your life make some space in your mind and you know I'm going to sounds a bit corny in your heart here for 2021. So I'm really excited about this event. And although I've said it's going to be in Japanese, I'm open to doing one in English as well. But at the moment I'm focusing on um, some of my Japanese clients who I haven't seen for a while, who I've really missed um, working with since I've been here in Sweden. It's been a little bit tricky um, keeping, keeping up with everyone. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you all. Now, if you're wanting to join the Japanese one, it's on December 8th, 2020 at 8 p.m. Japan time, which in Sweden is 12 p.m. Um, so yeah, it's a lunchtime thing if you're in Sweden and it's an, later at night, 8 p.m. starting if you're in Japan. So um, anybody can join. You don't have to be Japanese to join, but um, if you... <laughs> some level of Japanese is required to join that one um, that said you know I'm interested in doing one in English if there's the need or the demand for one as well so so that so yeah that's what happened the other day and um, yeah I've got some people joined already there's already like six people coming so that's excellent I hope you will also sign up if you want to join and you can find out how to do that by just looking at the show notes for this episode you'll find a link um, to the Facebook event 
And if you click going, then I will know that you're interested and I will contact you. Or you can email me at jane, J-A-Y-N-E, at janenakata.com. And let me know that you'd like to come and we will get you sorted out. The cost is thank you, hyakuhachiju yen, N. So um, that's, if you can't understand the price, then you can't come. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's uh, 1,980 yen. And I will look forward to hearing from those of you who would like to join us, hoping to see even more familiar faces in there or perhaps some new faces of people who've been listening. So that was a bit weird. Yeah, I'm doing PR for a Japanese <laughs> Japanese event, but I know uh, quite a few of my listeners are actually people, um, Japanese people in Japan or overseas. So hopefully that uh, is something you'd like to come and join us for. I'll look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, so, you know, despite moving, um, international move coming up and all of this, I'm actually right now feeling pretty good about it. I'm, you know, I'm really disappointed that, you know, this lifestyle is going to be finishing soon. But I have to say we have learnt uh, quite a few things in the short time that we have been here in Sweden. And one of those things is that, um, you can enjoy your work life and your um, home life balance, you know, not, not saying balance, but you can enjoy both. Yeah. And sometimes you may have to work, you know, you might be a bit busy in that, but there's plenty of time for um, relaxing, for playing, for just hanging out, taking things easy. There's no need to rush all the time. Um, there's definitely a slower pace of life here and people really value um, spending time with their families spending time in nature and just yeah really enjoying what they have yeah i feel um you know compared to japan where i felt like on the weekends or in the holidays we would go somewhere and spend money yeah and it would be you know go to a shopping mall go to an amusement park go to somewhere where you had to pay money to get in and then you would be slowly siphoned of, of money as you went through this experience. And there's a lot of stuff like that. Whereas I feel in Sweden, there's a lot more focus on get out there and enjoy the nature. Everybody has access to nature. Anybody in Sweden can go anywhere. You know, um, this is the um, this access to nature law that they have here. It's really amazing. And so, you know, you would spend an afternoon on the weekend picking berries free and no and you're completely allowed to do it or like i've been doing recently searching for mushrooms um this kind of stuff go just going to the beach and spending the whole day there and it's not so hot that you will you know you can't do that and it's yeah just really a, a slower pace of life that doesn't require you to be constantly buying something or spending money on something so i really noticed that difference here and i really um it sort of reminded me a lot of my childhood in New Zealand because that's mainly what we have as, as nature. And especially where I grew up down in the South Island of New Zealand, um, there's not really much to spend money on. It's more go out there, enjoy the lakes or the, you know, the forest or whatever. So yeah, I really enjoyed that part of being in Sweden. And it reminded me that perhaps I can do that more in Japan. Actually, it might take a little bit more research or figuring out where to go. Maybe it's not on your doorstep like it is here. You might have to travel a little bit further, but there are definitely opportunities for that too that I hadn't potentially noticed or, you know, I'd just been distracted by all these 
other things that there are to do because there's certainly lots of things to do in Japan, that's for sure. Um, another thing that I have learned being here in Sweden is that what it, it is exactly what it means to give your life to a company, yeah, which is what we've done by being expats. Yeah, when you're an expat, you are at almost not the mercy of your company that you're you know working for that you're on assignment for so what does that actually mean yeah it sounds glamorous you know you get to go overseas and it's all expenses paid and blah 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 but you do not have control of your life yeah in that respect like you can't decide um that you want to stay longer or you know if you're told to leave you have to leave yeah so that has also taught us something about what it actually means to, um, you know, have more say in, in how your life goes. So, yeah, that was a, another good learning experience for us. So, um, yeah, when we get back to Japan, we are one thing that I'm interested to see is how will we go back to our old lives? And if you are someone who's also done this, maybe you've noticed when you've, you know, you've been away overseas on assignment or something, you've moved to a new country and then you've gone back home again. And then in this case for me, it's, it's Japan. Um, yeah, you're a different person than when you left. And of course there's going to be some re-entry shock, some, um, what do they call it? Some reverse culture shock, I think it is, yeah? when you go back to your home country and you're not the same person as when you left. Yeah. It's been a year. We've done lots of things with different people than when we left. Um, but essentially, and you know, all around you, things are almost the same as when you left, yeah, but you're not the same. So another analogy is that is a, like, you know, when you put a rubber glove on you know, for some, or, a, or just a glove and then it fits perfectly. Right. But then you take it off and you try to put it back on. It doesn't quite fit. Anymore. It, it, it feels different yeah it's not the same as it was so yeah I'm interested to see what that is going to be like when we get back to Japan and and you know that's not a bad thing but um, yeah maybe our old life is we'll have to change a few things up about that I'm not sure what that will look like but that's just something I'm interested to see uh, what happens but it's good to have to be aware that that could happen, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm going home and it's all going to be wonderful. It's all going to be the same like it was when I was there before and then get a nasty shock or an unpleasant surprise when it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, that's some of the things I'm thinking about right now as we uh, head back. And if you are also moving, then you may be thinking about that, too. There's definitely, um, you know, living in an international community here. I'm noticing that, yeah, there's a lot more people disappearing, heading home, um, you know, contracts are ending, new contracts are not starting so much, that sort of thing is happening a lot. So there are quite a few people who are, I think, in a similar situation to us at the moment. It's definitely not um, an anomaly, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that is all I have for you today. So thank you so much to everyone who has sent their good wishes and encourage words of encouragement to me and it's been really uh, really really helpful and i really thank you for your support and i hope that uh, some of those messages that i shared with you today will um, also help you so remember uh, that's one from julie was it's not happening to you it's happening for you and 
from Kristen was, we will crown you queen of resilience. You might be the queen of something that you hadn't noticed, yeah? Um, like I hadn't noticed that perhaps there was a lot more resilience there than, than I had ever really thought about. So there you go. And I really would love to see some listeners on my Sayonara Nisenijunam, yeah? Sayonara 2020 uh, workshop on December the 8th at 8 p.m. J uh, Japan time or at 12 I think that's 12 p.m. Sweden time. Yeah, I hope I've got that right. I always get a little bit worried about the time differences. Have I calculated that or is it still daylight savings or not? And yeah, so hopefully we'll all be on at the same time um, on the same day. Yeah, so that's happening and I look forward to seeing some of you on there. And I think we will have one or two more episodes with this podcast for the year. And then I will be taking a break, well, you know, to change countries, but also Christmas and things are coming. And I know people are just generally busy at that time of the year. Also, I like to keep the episodes a little bit current and up to date. So I don't like to record them too far in advance. Otherwise, they quickly get sort of out of date and things. So um, yeah, we'll, we've got another couple of episodes coming up. So if there's anything you'd like to hear from me about, let me know. I probably won't be doing interviews. Um, I just find that at the moment, this is, this is the best I can manage. And so we're, we're doing, you know, minimum viable product kind of thing at the moment, but it's happening and the episodes are coming out. So yeah, please let me know if there's something you'd like to hear about. Um, maybe you have some questions for me. I'm happy to answer those as well. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you again next time. Bye-bye.